business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. All right, so yesterday I sat down and I kind of looked at some game film from the Super Bowl. It was fun. So the Super Bowl was, of course, on Sunday. And I put together five business lessons from Super Bowl 55 that I want to share with you. So five business lessons from Super Bowl 55. Number one, one person can have a huge impact on an NFL team. And isn't this true in business, too? Leadership at every level can make or break an organization. We've seen that in many companies over the years. I mean, think about some of those celebrity business leaders uh, over the past two to three decades. And we talk a lot about them here on this show. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, George Zimmer from the Men's Warehouse, Sarah Blakely right here, born and raised in Tampa, Richard Branson, Gary Vaynerchuk, Steve Jobs, all great leaders. They inspire success. They cause the average person to aspire and achieve extraordinary things. And this could be, and it should be, you too. Now, it doesn't matter what your role in an organization is. Maybe it's at your school, your church, your team, or your job. You can make a difference. It's not only the winners and the celebrity CEOs. It's you, too. Take a look at everything you touch and find a way to leave a lasting fingerprint on that organization so that your legacy will be one of contribution, filling the buckets of those around you, being committed in the most difficult times, being positive against all the odds, encouraging those who need affirmation. One person can have a huge impact on a team, and that one person can be you. Number two lesson from the Super Bowl 55, sometimes you have to change teams to keep winning. I mean, Tom Brady did that, right? And it doesn't matter what the reason is. If you still have passion to play the game, the desire to put in the hard work to win, and the energy and the commitment to be your very personal best, sometimes where you've been and won for decades isn't going to be where you'll win in the future. And pros know this, and they recognize when it's time to make that move. And then they move on. Dave Thomas, as an example, founder of Wendy's, actually had his first gig, his major first major business success running KFC stores, Kentucky Fried Chicken. And so much so that he made millions when he sold his shares back before starting Wendy's. Now, he could have easily stayed put and continued on with KFC where he made his name. But instead, he moved forward and founded Wendy's. And thank goodness, too, because my kids love those Frosties. Number three lesson from Super Bowl 55. Age. Oh, this is a good one. Age should not be a barrier. Age is not a barrier. Boy, this lesson played out big time last uh, this past Sunday night for sure. In fact, uh, Bruce Arians, oldest coach at 68 years old to ever win a Super Bowl. In fact, he didn't even get a shot at being a head coach until very late in his career. But think about that for a second. While most people are thinking about retiring at 58, 62, 65, whatever, Bruce Arians, at 68 years old, giving it his all at something he loves doing to pursue the dream of being the very best in a highly competitive career. I mean, no career is easy to be the best in the world at, but what it takes to lead an NFL team? I mean, think about that. This may be the biggest lesson out of all of these five. Are you doing exactly what you love doing, so much so that at 68 years old, you'll be pursuing it so hard 
not casually, not as a one-time-a-week hobby, but chasing the dream so hard that your goal is to be the very best in the world at 68 years old. Now, isn't that a blessing? I mean, to be doing what you love at any age, but when you really love what you're doing, age becomes less important. Surely there are coaches out there who are 20 years younger that the Bucks could have hired, and surely Bruce Arians could have simply retired years ago. He's had a marvelous coaching career in college and NFL, but when you love something so much it hurts in your heart that you aren't doing it, and you still have goals burning inside of you, that's when you know you found your space. And age should never be a barrier to starting or continuing that dream. And I mean, how about Bruce's mom, by the way, 95 years young, actually live, watching the game in person at Raymond James Stadium at the game to see her 68-year-old son pursue his dream and accomplish it. Wow. Don't let age be a barrier for you in accomplishing your life's goals. Now, the number four lesson from Super Bowl 55 is the will to win generally will help you beat all obstacles. And when the Bucks announced last year, matter of fact, I think it was March 20th, 2020, they announced that Tom Brady was coming to Tampa Bay. Now, who on earth would have guessed what the impact of the COVID pandemic would have been on sports at that time? I mean, there were so many questions. Would there be a training camp or a preseason? Would there even be a season? Most fans in Tampa Bay were definitely excited to have the GOAT as a part of the Bucks team, but nobody would have predicted a Super Bowl run in the first year. And I mean, think about the obstacles even in a normal year. New quarterback, new schemes, all of it. For Brady, for the coaches, and all the other players. And on top of it, a pandemic prevents them from having the normal time early on to get it all together. Basically, in week one, you just got to go out there and do it. Layer in regular COVID protocol testing, quarantines, travel. Then how about the emotional distractions of the world around us? COVID, riots in the cities, elections, so much going on. I mean, it impacts all of us. Surely that stuff impacts athletes as well. And it would be easy to predict that the Chiefs would be coming back and returning to the Super Bowl after a great year last year. And uh, for sure, because they had same coaches, same players, same schemes, or much of the same, very little to be learned for the Kansas City Chiefs. But for the Bucks, no way! Not even with Tom Brady, the greatest of all time. But to be victorious, you have to believe that you can. And to start with, but then you also have to have that belief and commit to it and have the discipline to overcome it. No matter what the adversities, you have to do to get and achieve great things. I know what I'm talking about, and I know you know what I'm talking about because you've had adversity in your life, and at some point, too, that adversity has caused you to pause. But you've had to stick your head down and ignore everything else, and sometimes it's just for basic survival. But you will never climb a mountain, swim an ocean, complete a marathon like Joy McAdams does, or build a business or raise a child if you don't first and foremost have the will to endure for the win. And the win isn't always a ring or a trophy, by the way. Sometimes it's just finishing. But finish you can when you have that will. All right, and here's number five, the top of my top five lessons in business from Super Bowl 55. It takes a team. Number five is it takes a team. Early in the game, I heard an announcer from CBS Sports. It might have been Jim Nance or it could have been Romo. He said that the Bucks team, this particular Bucks team, might have consisted of more offensive weapons than Tom Brady has ever had on any team he's played on. Now, I've heard someone call it an embarrassment of riches. And while that very well may be true, what was missing from that statement early on in the game, but was finally said later in the postgame show as it ended up, is, is that this team played one of the most complete games in Super Bowl 
history. Against one of the highest power offenses in the NFL, the Bucks defense did not allow a single touchdown. Now, let me say that again. For the first time in Super Bowl history, the Bucks held the Chiefs to three field goals, not a single touchdown. That's never happened in the NFL in Super Bowl history. Look, I loved watching the Bucks offense score. I really did. Brady to Gronk, Brady to Evans, Brady to Miller, handoff to Fournette, all that stuff, all season long and just as on Sunday night as well. But to hold the high-scoring Chiefs to zero touchdowns first time in history, that's the real story. So think about your team. How balanced is your team? Do you have the best players in, not just in the key positions, but in all positions? Does every member on your team have the same fire in their heart? Does every person, including part-timers, have the most obscure, who have the most obscure positions? You know, those in the back office, those in the warehouse, do they have the will to win as badly as you do? That's a huge lesson here, and it takes a team, and it takes everyone on the team to have the vision, to know the goals, and bring their very best, because everyone on the team is important. So one person, you, can make a huge impact in the world, and sometimes you have to make a change, difficult change to win. Don't ever let age be a barrier to achieving your life's goals. You have to have the will to overcome obstacles, not just the desire to win. And finally, it takes a team. Even when some success can be had alone, we were created to do life in concert with others. And those are my top five business lessons from Super Bowl 55. Pat, before I dig into the uh, top trending business stories of the week, uh, I want you to guess uh, first of all, I'm going to tell you the station. I was listening to uh, Q105 on the way in this morning. Is uh, was listening to MJ and, and Roxanne and Fester and Froggy and all them. And, and uh, of course, MJ does a show right here on Money Talk every day. It's called The Schnitt Show. It's a nationally syndicated show. It's a, I love that show. been listening to it for years. And uh, The Schnitt Show generally is kind of like a news, current events, politics type show. But uh, MJ this morning on Q105, our sister station down the hall, uh, he was talking about a topic that is very, very, very current in the news, and it is, uh, in fact, uh, matter of fact, the company that is involved in this had to release a statement yesterday, and uh, I'm wondering if you know, um, just from what I just said, it's a very sticky conversation. Wondering if you know what I'm what I'm talking about. I do not, but I did listen to some of that, and you're going to tell me here in a minute. I'm going to go, you're <laughs> well, exactly you go down right. there for traffic, right? I do. So you might have heard. Well, this is a business story because, gosh, I don't, I don't know what to say right now. Um, I'm just going to read the uh, headline. Gorilla Glue. Oh, yes. <laughs> I said sticky. You didn't get it from sticky? No, I said sticky. No, I did not. The lady right. with the Gorilla Glue, so, yes. So Gorilla Glue, you know that company. It's the company that makes a glue. It's a sure. glue product, sure. and it's a great glue product, kind of like Loctite or... Uh, have lots of them. Uh, what are, what are, Elmer's is a glue company. Sure. What are some others? The real sticky one, uh, the one that you... Comes Super Glue. Super Glue, yeah. And Crazy Glue was another right. one. Well, anyway, Gorilla Glue responds following a mishap involving a woman who used their spray adhesive on her hair. It's just crazy craziness. I'm going to say that again. She used the Gorilla Glue on her hair. She sprayed it on her head. Her name is Tessica Brown, and she uh, uses, I guess she that's the handle she uses on Instagram and YouTube. She's been sharing her struggles on social media after using the product. Apparently, she ran out of a hair product called Got to Be Glued. Well, I know Got to Be. I used to use that, as a matter of fact. Uh, and it says, and thought that Gorilla Glue spray adhesive would be a good substitute. 
So she used it. Now she's had to go to the hospital and they've had to use like acetone to try and get this out of her hair. But here's here's the uh, statement from the company Gorilla Glue that they had to. Now, by the way, from what I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a rumor that she may be thinking about suing the company. If that's the case, that's uh, unbelievable. But anyway, here's, here's the uh, statement from the company. We are aware of the situation and we are very sorry to hear about the unfortunate incident that Miss Brown experienced using our spray adhesive on her hair. This is a unique situation because this product is not indicated for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent. Our spray adhesive states in the warning label, do not swallow, do not get in eyes on skin or on clothing. It is to be used for craft, home, auto, or office projects to mount things to surfaces such as paper, cardboard, wood, laminate, and fabric. We are glad to see in her recent video that Miss Brown has received medical treatment from her local medical facility, and we wish her the best. That was from Gorilla Glue. Now, I, listen, going back to years ago, remember when that lady spilled hot McDonald's coffee in her lap and changed a lot of things with those cups of coffee. And by the way, McDonald's coffee, the better, the hotter it is, the better, better it, is. it tastes. Right? Yes. She spilled it in her lap. She sued. I think she got like a million and a half dollars or something from McDonald's. Um, come on now. You're going to spray glue, gorilla glue in your hair and then complain it to the company. What are we talking about here, Pat? And it was just to kind of keep her hair down real tight to her head. Yeah, yeah, that's her hairstyle. She, it wasn't that she was trying to apply a hat to nope, her head. Nope, well, she got a helmet <laughs> applied to her head. Listen, I'll tell you, I know glue is sticky. My wife and uh, my soon-to-be seven-year-old were, today's the 100th day of school, by the way, for, for his school. Today is every year the kids in the elementary schools, they celebrate that. And so he, they, had, they make T-shirts a lot of times, and this year was no different. So my wife sent me uh, over the weekend to get Loctite glue, by the way, <laughs> at Michael's. I had to go to Michael's and look for this Loctite glue because it sticks to things and, and like fabrics and stuff real well. And so they actually made a T-shirt. It was 100th day of school, and it has the, the number 100 on the middle and then a bunch of things around it. And it's actually made out of Legos. So the T-shirt, it's got all these Legos stuck to it. 3D. Yeah, it's 3D. And so the the, the Loctite stuff is really the, be the best for sticking to fabric and then to that smooth plastic Lego, right? And my wife was saying on Sunday, she's like, oh, my gosh, my fingers are killing me because she's had to try to get that glue off of her fingers because, of course, naturally, she's the one making this project, not my 7-year-old. But uh, anyway... Glue can really, I mean, if this, certain glues, if it sticks to you, like it could be, you could wash it and wash it and wash it and use all kinds of stuff to try and get it off and it will not come off, sometimes for weeks, right? Putting it in your hair? I mean, I don't even know what to say. But what I, bringing it all back full circle from a business standpoint, I mean, we live in a day and age where businesses literally have to have disclaimers about everything. Like on a gas can, do not drink. Like, are we kidding? What? What? Like, I remember the Tide Pods. Oh my gosh, it is so exhausting. Well, listen, uh, I've used all my time to talk about that. Didn't get to the top trending business stories, but I'm gonna. All right, Pat. So here we go. Back to the top trending business stories of the week, and uh, one of them uh, headline. I'm just gonna read the headline. It is Reddit. Reddit's value has shot up because millions of users have joined the social media platform in the wake of the role of their role in the GameStop trading frenzy. So there you go. Uh, the cost of this is number two top trending business story of the week. The cost of a fifteen dollar minimum wage. 
while uh, it may work to lift 900,000 people out of poverty, gradually raising the federal minimum wage to $15 would result in reduced employment and a bigger federal budget deficit. And this is according to the CBO. So the CBO says, guess what? Raising minimum wage, not going to be good for minimum wage workers. But that was put on hold, too. Yeah, well, it, I think you're right. All right, so top trending business story number three, Amazon workers to vote on a union. And uh, should the 6,000 employees decide to join the retail, wholesale, and department store union, they would be the first to successfully unionize at the e-commerce giant. It's a lot going on on Amazon. By the way, speaking of Amazon, what happened last week? Somebody stepped down. Stepped down right after our show. We waited until the show was over. So I couldn't couldn't be a top trending business story of mine. Why but, do you think you did that? Well, I think there's a lot going on over there. They're moving around the, you know, it's it's a it's one of those shell games, right? Where in business you're moving around the shell, moving around the money. There's a lot of money, Amazon and his all of his companies. Uh, have different places. I think there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things going on. Uh, some people have, you know, created rumors as to, you know, some personal things going on. I don't necessarily think that. I think it's all about money, and um, it, we're going to see. Time will tell over the coming weeks. He could be making some kind of a, maybe he's making his, uh, getting things cleared off the table for a political run, too. Who knows? Uh, I know he has interest in um you know, maybe getting into outer space. You know, they've tried a lot of things over there. He's he's uh, he's an entrepreneur. He's going to try lots of things. So we'll see what's to come from Mr. Bezos. All right. So here's one that uh, I heard uh, Gary Kaltbaum talking about yesterday, and that is uh, the other big name in entrepreneurship, and that is Elon Musk and his company Tesla making a big bet on Bitcoin. In fact, my buddy Brian posted something on his Facebook about uh, this, and you know, I think a lot of people are initially. Uh, excited when they see a company like Tesla or, or an entrepreneur like uh, Elon Musk putting in $1.5 billion into cryptocurrency and then announcing plans to start accepting it as payments for its products. Let me tell you something, though. Uh, what we know about this is that he has, he being Elon Musk, has been privately and very quietly acquiring cryptocurrency for some time now. So coming out and now making the announcement does what, do you think, to his investment? Oh, just got to multiply it. Oh, yeah. It's a game. Sure. So you buy it all quietly on the downside, and then you announce it because you're one of the biggest names in entrepreneur you know, in the world, right? And what do you think? The value spikes, and then what do you do? What do you think he does? <laughs> Don't tell me. He he's sells. Right. <laughs> and this is what we've been talking about. This is late-inning action. This is just like what was going on with GameStop, just what was going on with some of these retail department stores, the buyers, the hedge funds, the traders, the aggressive short sellers, all of them, they're looking for ways to make money. And if you want to bet on Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency right now, good for you. That's your business. But let me just tell you something. Don't be left holding the bag when the bottom falls out. And it will. And by the way, Gary Kay was talking yesterday. He says he thinks he thinks the market could go up to thirty six thousand. Says thinks the Nasdaq might get up to seventeen. I mean, he's he's saying, hey, look, but we're still in the late inning, so it doesn't necessarily mean just because. By the way, they're talking about recoveries, and the CBO is putting out all these different reports. They think by the middle of summer things could be better. Look, doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, is that we're in the late innings, and when you see you, these are indications of that. Everybody's going to be scurrying towards 
cryptocurrencies right now. And there's now. a new one out there right now that said that it's slowing down Bitcoin. Yeah. It I've just s- broke this morning. I don't know if you saw it. I saw and I don't remember the name of it. but Dog I've, something, dog pie. Yeah, dog something like that, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a ton of them out there. And uh, just don't be left holding the bag, folks, because um, his, his announcing that he's invested in it, you're already late to the party at that point. So uh, there you go. Those are the top trending business stories of the week that hopefully will you'll get to be, be sticking to you. Sticking, Gorilla Glue, sticking, anyway, um, as uh, you go throughout the rest of your day. So- Thanks for listening to Business Beyond the Boardroom On Demand podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. You can listen to the full live radio show every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time anywhere in the U.S. simply by going to moneytalk1010.com. Or if you live in Tampa Bay on 103.1 FM, 92.1 FM, 1010 AM, or 99.5 HD2. Also, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter for more great business and marketing content, or just hop over to my website, marksteckman.com. Thanks for listening, and make it a great day.